So I knew that the likelihood that your leaky gut was out of control was minimal. But I also knew that you need, your immune system needed a little bit of a kick to help it defend. And so, you know, we, we had to cancel. That was a, that's how I knew about it was because we canceled this call because you had COVID. And, I, and so in the time where I would have been doing this call, I walked up to my front desk. And I was like, hey, send Michael th- these products, get it out today and, and, and let's get him on it. And so, yeah, that was great. so those products are the result of the need, right? You are listening to The Dr. Haley Show, the podcast dedicated to helping you optimize your health. Each episode, there will be an interview or a message to help you discover better health. We will be featuring health radicals on the show to bring new ideas to the table, as well as doubling down on key fundamentals to support you living your best life. Your host is no other than the founder of Haley Nutrition, Dr. Michael Haley. Dr. Tom Bain is an international expert in digestive health and detoxification. His philosophy addresses the relationship between structure and function of the human body and how that translates into your best health. He's a doctor of chiropractic, a functional medicine practitioner and president and co-founder of Microbiome Labs. Dr. Tom Bain, thank you so much for joining me today. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. You know, uh, you are a chiropractor, a functional medicine practitioner, and one of the founders of Microbiome Labs. Is that right? That is correct. Okay. I first found out about you, and this is interesting because I kind of have a, a, a unique, what I'll consider above the rest product. So sometimes when I find people that are using my product, um, it makes me look at their nutrition company and I find that they are a step up. But this this is not how this happened. I actually saw you in a chiropractic meeting. It was the Florida Chiropractic Association. Yep. And I went to one of your presentations and it was kind of jaw dropping for me. It's like, wow, this is different. And I remember trying your Megaspore Biotics. And I will say it's the first time I ever took a probiotic where I actually felt a difference. Yeah. And it was literally that same day. Yeah. You know, us, us chiropractors are interesting breed. Um, I, I've traveled the world. I've, I've lived in Europe for five years in my early years. And the more than any other medical profession, chiropractors are entrepreneurs. And I find that it's not that we're born entrepreneurs and none of us, we didn't get any education to be an entrepreneur in chiropractic school, but by and large, we're a stubborn group of people that doesn't accept the status quo and just says, I don't like this. I'm going to find a different way to do this. And like, I did not dream of running a probiotic company. Like that wasn't a plan since I was a child. Um, You know, for me, I went to chiropractic school with this idea that I was going to be a sports medicine chiropractor, played a lot of sports as a kid, 
was doing a lot of in undergrad. I did a athletic training uh, certification and I was just, I just wanted to be like a sports guy. Uh, and, and then I got into chiropractic school and I started learning about nutrition and all this other stuff. And I was like, wait a minute, I could be like a GP, but make dietary and supplement recommendations instead of drugs. I'm like, this is pretty interesting, you know, and that, that led me to Europe and I, I got some experiences there. But when, when people say, how did you get here? How did, how did you create microbiomyosis? Like it came out of frustration. It came because I couldn't find a probiotic that did what everybody advertised them to do. I kept thinking, okay, if I do this, I'm changing this person's microbiome. When in reality, that wasn't the case at all. I thought I was. I was giving them something with the intention of making a change to their microbiome, but I really wasn't. And uh, and so then I I got frustrated, pissed, and I started investing my own time and money into research and saying, well, these guys say this. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a study and I'm gonna find out. And sure enough, all those other guys were lying. Oh, our product survives through the stomach. No, it doesn't. I just did a test here. Doesn't survive at all. It was dead in seconds. Oh, my, my products. Well, I, when I opened up the capsule, your product was already dead, you know? And so it just, the whole probiotic industry at the time when, when I got exposed to the spores, I wasn't even using probiotics. I was so frustrated with the, the lack of, of consistency the lack of benefit that I just continued looking and looking for something else. And that's when I found uh, Dr. Cutting in, in, in London, and he was a preeminent spore researcher. We started picking his brain. We started looking at his research. And, and that just kind of was the impetus to, uh, to start the story. And then sure enough, what I did is, you know, I consider you a, like a first responder, Right. You're one of those guys that you listen to something and you're like, well, sounds pretty good. I'll give it a shot. If what you said is true, then I'm going to be a great client of yours, but I'm going to put you to the test, right? This is a great talk. Sounds great. But, you know, give me 12 bottles. I'm going to give them my 12 hardest patients and I'm going to call you back. and I'm going to let you know how it goes. Right. And that was all I was asking for people. Right. Uh, just give it a shot. And from that, what I recognize is that people like you and people like me, people that were in that in the chairs, they were equally as frustrated. They were equally mad about the results they weren't getting with what they were told was supposed to help them. You know, so so it's it's funny how things come around. It's like uh, you know, my my dad kind of my dad's not a chiropractor and, and you know, he sold insurance and stuff. He's a business guy. And, and he's just kind of like, I don't know, you're doing products. What are you, what is, what, where are you? You're kind of all over the map. And I'm like, you know, dad, I'm just trying to find my way. I'm just trying to figure out how to help more people. Right. Yeah. You, you know, that, and just, I have to tell you that you've described me to a T because at the time, you know, I'm trying to help people with all their gut problems. And I, you know, from everything I've learned, the microbiome was so important and probiotics was one of those things to help it. So I'm recommending probiotics, but I'm not getting results. Now, eventually I recommended one 
probiotic that I started getting some results. And this is how I knew people started coming back to repurchase that probiotic. It wasn't like, you know, they, um, uh, I never heard from them again or, you know, but they said ever since I've taken, been taking that, I've been doing better. And, and they would come back for months in a row purchasing that same probiotic. Now, it's interesting because fast forward. So I started recommending that one at the time. And after recommending 10 others prior to it or carrying them, I should say, carrying them in my office because of what I had heard. Right. And when I had taken those particular probiotics, I really didn't notice a difference. But when I had taken yours for the first time after that seminar, and this is back in your early days, I want to say probably around 2014, 2015. Is that about? I think it would have been 15. Yes. Okay. And now here's what I realized. One of the probiotics in that one that I was getting some results with was the same as one of them that is in yours. And uh, that was the, I think it was Bacillus subtilis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the others were the typical things that you would see in, in you know, uh, probiotics, like, you know, the lactobacillus and the yeah. various right. others that you would see on, right. on, on a typical probiotic label or that you might even see on a, a thing of yogurt. Right. Exactly. Well, and, you know, fast forward, I started recommending the Megaspore biotics. and everyone started getting results. In fact, some people even maybe a little bit strong at the first, you know, taking, which is okay because we're looking for a change. And it's funny, even in chiropractic, you know, we we sometimes forget to tell our patients before doing uh, chiropractic adjustments that you're going to feel different and it might even be uncomfortable. It might be pain as we make a change. Sometimes you know, change results in discomfort. Right. Not that they really had discomfort, but, you know, all of a sudden things are moving. And then after a couple days, it adjusts. Exactly. I want to get into more about your probiotics specifically, but since I brought that up, what's going on and what might people do to smooth that initial use of Megaspore Biotics? So it's funny in, in, in the, in the experience I had, so, so I was not going to launch a product without testing it myself. So the first batch we got first, they sent 50 bottles, you know, over and, and, and I said, you know what, I'm just going to give them my most difficult patients. And so I started getting, and so I had gotten, I had had like a hundred people on the product and I'm talking to the guys in the lab and they're like, how's it going? And I'm like, fantastic. They're like, are people having any problems with it? I'm like, no, like they're all taking it and nobody's having any problems. I hang up the phone, the next three people come in having problems. And it it was just a weird thing that that so many people benefited before I saw it. But now that I've got thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people on the product, what we see about 15% of the time, the initial reaction is uncomfortable. Uh, Sometimes it's, well, okay, so 15% of the time, the reaction is uncomfortable. If we take that 15%, 90% of the time, that discomfort is, you can live with it. It's a little bit of cramping. It's maybe a little bit of a loose stool, but it's not something that's, you know, 
changing your life. You know, it's not, not making you stop doing or stop functioning. But, you know, as a chiropractor, as a, as a person who sees patients, it's the, that, that 10% that keeps you up at night, right? Those are the ones that, you know, they, they start taking it. And next thing you know, they're having very intense intestinal cramping. They're having flying diarrhea. They're just, their bodies are reacting very intensely to the change that the probiotic is initiating. And so I found it very difficult to identify who it was going to be, right? I had this athlete fit, clean eater, and he reacted very negatively to it initially. And I thought, no way he's going to react negatively, but he did. Um, and other people were really sick who I thought for sure they're going to have a negative reaction. They didn't. And so because I couldn't really say, you know, okay, this person, this type of person is the person you're going to see the reaction from. I just started titrating everybody. So rather it's a two capsule a day dose. And so rather than saying, you know, start with two capsules a day, I had people start with one capsule every other day mm -hmm. and I had to do that. Because if they're going to have a negative reaction at the lower dose, it's going to be less of a reaction. And then I can be there to talk to them about it. And I can say, okay, okay, well, we're going to stay at the lower dose for a couple of weeks and let your body get used to it. And then we'll slowly go back up. I can't honestly say that there's been one person who just had this horrible reaction and they could never take the product again. The thing is, is that the bacteria that make up Megaspore they used to be ubiquitous. They used to be everywhere in our environment. If you pulled an apple off a tree and ate it, you were getting a mouthful of these spores because they were environmental bacteria that we co-evolved with. Um, they, they aren't, they're, they're transient bacteria when they're in our digestive tract. So, so the whole idea, the whole story that we tell our patients and that the marketing that's told us as doctors is that, oh, you want to take this probiotic because it colonizes in your gut. That's garbage. Uh, the probiotics don't colonize in your gut. What you get is you get a transient effect. So the most of your lactobifido-based probiotics, they, they're dead on arrival. As they pass through, they make some pH changes. Sometimes some of the DNA will trigger some reactions at the payers patches or the, the gall, the immune system of your gut. You can get certain things. That's why you'll see, you'll see a, a probiotic where they'll say, for the benefit of upper respiratory infections or for the treatment of, of uh, irritable bowel, right? And that's because the dead bacteria triggers some kind of change that changes a symptom. But the minute you stop taking the probiotic, you didn't do anything to change the environment of your microbiome you still have a dysfunctional microbiome. You're just getting a transient benefit as the probiotic passes by. The spores are transient, but when they're in there, they're reconditioning. They're getting rid of pathogens and they're creating an environment that's conducive for the bacteria that you got from your mom to increase in the concentration, the increase in their numbers. And so that's supported by science. Colonization is not supported by science. Uh, an aerobic organism existing in an anaerobic environment is not supported by science. So if you tell me I open up the capsule and bacteria is alive, then it must be some type of aerobic organism. It's, it's living in an oxygen-rich environment. Your stomach is devoid of oxygen. So the back, for a bacteria to exist inside your digestive tract, it has to be biphasic. It has to be able to exist 
in the environment, but also have functions in your digestive tract. And so we've co coexisted and co-evolved with these bacteria. These bacteria have been on planet Earth longer than humans have been on planet Earth. And they'll probably be here long after we're gone. They're robust organisms that have found how to survive in different environments. And what they do is they use the environment to move from host to host. Every animal we've looked at, every sea creature we've looked at, every insect that we looked at, they have these particular bugs in their digestive tract and they have receptor sites for these organisms to attach to in the digestive tract. Mm. And so I can't look at you and say that you need lactobacillus acidophilus. Lactobacillus makes up 1% of the microbiome. Yet the number one probiotic we supplement is lactobacillus. If we were actually doing what many physicians say we're doing when we give people lactobacillus, we would be creating redundancy in the microbiome. We would be making people sick. So it's good that the marketing they sold us saying that, you know, this is going to colonize your, in your digestive tract. And we repeated that marketing say to our patients, it's good thing that that was a lie because if it was true, we would be making people sick uh, because we would be taking, you know, a, a microbiome that has a thousand different beneficial species and we would be reducing it to one. Mm. That's not good. Mm -hmm. Diversity is health in the when it comes to the microbiome. And so what we recognize with the spores is that the spores go in, they're bacteria, and they talk to other bacteria. And when they get in and they see an overabundance of E. coli or C. diff or some other bacterial pathogen that's not supposed to be there, they start fighting with it. They have the ability to produce antibiotics. They fight for food with, with the bacteria. They try to make its life miserable. And if they can't just get it to leave, then they, then they start making antibiotics and start selectively killing off the bacteria that's in the microbiome. And then they make waste products, right? That sounds gross. There's bacteria inside me making waste products. Well, yeah, but the waste products these bacteria are making, full spectrum of B vitamins in their methylated form, Coenzyme Q10, natokinase, vitamin K2, short-chain fatty acids, butyrate, propionate, and acetate. So the bacterial poop, if you will, is food for us. It's hardcore nutrition for us. And, and it's, it's nutrition that in many cases we don't get. Our colonocytes need short-chain fatty acids to function. We don't make short-chain fatty acids. The bacteria in our gut make them. And so if we don't have the right balance of bacteria in our gut, our colonocytes and our colon die, you know, and, and, and this is what we, you know, we see this in inflammatory bowel patients. It's like the, the, the biggest example of this is, are the inflammatory bowel patients where the colonocytes, you, you see a, a scope of their colon and it's like, there's a fire down there. The colonocytes are a bit burned away. And, and the, the component of that is long-term dysbiosis uh, a devoid of short chain fatty acids and then death to the cells uh, that require the short chain fatty acids. So, so it's, it's fascinating when you really dig in and you really understand, well, wait a minute, these guys are selling me marketing information. They're not selling me science. When I really dig into the science, you know, the science is this one bacteria at a low dose does X treats X symptoms. 
And so here's these three bacteria that treat three different symptoms. And then what the marketing guys do is they put those three bugs together and they say that that bug does three different things. That's not research. We don't know if they cancel each other out. We don't know how they behave when they're together. So if you're going to study, you have to do research on the finished product. Hmm. In the professional space in the United States, there will be $580 million worth of sales from probiotics. That's chiropractors, medical doctors, acupuncturists, selling probiotics to patients. There is one probiotic that has done research with the finished formulas. Us. Wow. We're the only one. There's this company in Belgium that does these studies where you can observe what your bacteria, what your probiotic does in different parts of the digestive tract. It's a, it's a, it's a model where they take a patient with irritable bowel, they take a sample of their stool, and then they run it through this, like it's, it's a synthetic digestive tract for lack of a better word. Environment. And, yeah. yeah. And you can see, this is what my probiotics do in the small intestine. This is what it's doing in the ascending colon. This is what it's doing in the transverse colon. This is what it's doing in the descending colon. And you can see what it's doing. It costs $30,000 to do a test with it. Right. We're the only probiotics doing tests with it. Why is that? Well, according to those guys, they're like, yeah, we've done a couple with other ones. They don't. And when we said we want to study our products, they're like, eh, we've done a number of pro probiotics. A lot of them don't do anything. And it's like, wow. Okay. Well, we think ours does something. You know, so we tested it. These other companies are doing this testing. They don't want to know, right? They don't want to know. They're marketing companies and they're just trying to get their piece of that pie. They're just trying to get sales. For me, it was, look, people come to me. They pay cash for my service. They trust me. I have to do right by them. I have to make sure that the products I'm using are studied. That, the, the, that I, I can definitively say to someone, when you're in this situation, this is how you treat it. And this is the research that supports that, right? So that's where I want to be as a practitioner. I, I don't want to be a, well, we could try this. You know, that's not me. And so, so we put the product to the test. The amount of research we did before we launched the product is more than everybody in our space has done combined. It's crazy, it's wrong, but it is what it is. And the thing is, I bet that there were more people like me that were frustrated and that were, were having the same lack of results. And I was right. And we took off based on that messaging. Simple messaging, your product's dead and there's no research on it. We've got research and we've proven that our product can survive through the GI tract. That message alone got guys like you to take a risk, to take a chance and to say, and look, if you bought those first 12 bottles and, and it, it was a dud, I never would have heard from you again. Right. And so, but I was okay with that. Right. I knew at that point I had to get in front of people like you. I had to get the messaging out and develop just enough trust. So you would try it. And I knew if I did that, I'd get you. And sure enough, that's what happened. And, uh, you know, since we launched in, in 2014, we doubled in size year over year over year. And, uh, you know, we're the largest probiotic in the professional space now. And we're the youngest.
And we're really getting a foothold in the education side, naturopathic schools, chiropractic schools. You know, I went to National College of Chiropractic. The naturopaths that now go to national in Chicago, in their conversations, they when they talk about probiotic, they say megaspore by name. It's almost like saying Kleenex, right? It's like, because they've been so trained to look at the research and the only one that's got research is us. They're using our brand in place of, of the word probiotic because that's all they're learning about. And so, so it's interesting, the type of people that embraced us. Yeah. First responders, people that want to change, students that are looking at science who didn't respond. People who had a vested interest in, in how the way things work. Uh, people who fought us tooth and nail. When you look at it, you're like, why are they fighting us? We're coming in with a different message. Why are they fighting us? Oh, they're invested in the status quo. They need things to stay the same. Ah, okay, we don't need that person in our lives. So that's kind of how it's been. It's been a crazy roller coaster ride. Uh, been a lot of fun. You know what's what's neat, and you just gave so much uh, content. I, I loved how you talked about the microbiome and how really the microbiome is doing the digesting, the processing of food, and and making the nutrients that our body can then absorb and use, and and how that process works. I'm gonna have to, you know, c- come back to this, hit rewind, and listen a couple times. You gave us so much content right there. I do want to kind of break into the listeners here and say, hey, you know what? Now it's time to actually expose some dirty little secrets that some of the other companies do. And because I'm a chiropractor, I am marketed to. In fact, I can start my own supplement line with my own name on it just by saying yes. You know, they will uh, private label for me. So in a sense, I'm like becoming a whole nother brand of something that I know very little about. I can have, you know, Dr. Haley probiotics and I could probably have them here in my office tomorrow. Yep. So there's private labeling. And then there's also, I, I can go to a, um, a manufacturer of a supplement company and say, well, you know, I, I was thinking about carrying my own probiotic. Oh, we could do that. We'll put, you know, this, we, we do that for a lot of people. We'll put this list in it and, and you know, you can have your labels made, send them to us. We'll put them on the bottles, whatever you want. So there's all kinds of options for people starting supplement companies or making their own supplements. There is a huge difference between someone that does that and goes out and starts selling it and someone that says, wait, there's a problem here. How do we fix it? We do the research and we make something, we test it and, and see what kind of, so I absolutely love what you have done. And it is neat because in a short time, last Friday, as an example, I actually had my first colon hydrotherapy session. One of my previous guests was a colon hydrotherapist that was uh, you know, a previous president with the International Colon Hydrotherapy Association, the IACT.org. And when I walked into her office, obviously they're very concerned about having a healthy gut, healthy digestion. The first thing I saw was the Megaspore Biotics display. I thought that is so cool because, you know, it's healthcare professionals, not just chiropractors, healthcare professionals, and especially people with a concern of the microbiome. You guys are huge now. Yeah, we are. 
Um, and I've spent a lot of my time these days in the international markets. Uh, I'm actually headed to Europe. I'll be in pretty much the whole month of October. I'll be in uh, Geneva, Switzerland, Copenhagen, Spain. And we're really trying to uh, build the brand uh, in the rest of the world now. So Karan, uh, Christian, my, my business partner, he's, he's a microbiologist, brilliant guy, uh, brilliant scientist, brilliant businessman. So he's focused on running the U.S. Um, and, and keeping everything, you know, focused there. And so we, we used to kind of just divide and conquer. Uh, he'd take this project, I'd take that project, and we'd keep each other updated on it. But the need for um, one of us to be in the rest of the world was, was painfully obvious. And, and my experience in Europe, Europe especially, will be launching uh, next year. Uh, Megaspork has to go through some regulatory approvals for that. So I'm spending a lot of, a lot of my time in the, in the rest of the world building out these uh, other areas of, of the world. And it's, it's been great because it's almost like starting over again, right? Because I can go back to, to those initial, you know, that first lecture you heard, you know, I can go back and do that now in New Zealand and it's a brand new lecture again, right? So, so it's, 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 it's been great. I, I just we just transitioned this year to that change, and and so uh, the opportunity to build the business and and help more people. I mean, why did I become a chiropractor? I bet I'm guessing you became a chiropractor for the same reason I became a chiropractor. I want to help people, right? And so when I was grinding it and and working six days a week as a chiropractor, I couldn't see more than twenty five people a day. I spend 40 minutes with somebody to understand what's going on with them. I'm not a five minute a patient kind of guy, right? So I spend 40 minutes with a patient. I can see 25 people in a day, but boy, by the end of that day, I am wiped out. And I'm working six days a week, seeing 25 people a day, and I'm exhausted, right? Now, 250,000 people are going to take my product today. Yeah, right. I'm impacting people in a way I never could have, right. like I, I never could have impacted the help, help of a quarter of a million people in one day. Never. Right. But now I have this platform where I can, and now I have this platform where I can take it overseas and, and, and grow it even bigger. So, so it's, it's, it's exciting, but I think it's rooted in, you know, a, a positive intent, Right. I didn't come in here with the idea of saying I need to make a million dollars, right? I need I need to make this to make you know there was there wasn't a talk about money to this. Money was is is an effect. It wasn't the goal, and I I really believe that we built the company on that foundation. We hired people based on that, and we've created this culture within the company, and we've been able to grow with that with that. And, and but we've grown with that intent at our at our core. And every time we make a new decision, we're like, well, are we making that decision for the dollar? Or are we making that decision because it can help more people? And, and we continue to innovate and do things to help more people. Uh, one of the things we've been working on for a while now that is just fresh is what we call psychobiotic. And it's a, it's a bacteria, it's, it's dead, but we've got data that shows that it helps with anxiety and depression. Hmm. Now, as a chiropractor, if somebody comes to me with anxiety and depression, my role is to get to the root of their problem 
and solve that so that they no longer express the symptom of anxiety and depression. But here's the problem. Sometimes finding the root's hard and sometimes treating the root takes time. So if you're somebody with anxiety and I need six, eight months to clear the source of your anxiety, but I can't, tr- I can't help your symptom in the time that it's going to take, then I'm going to lose you. If I can't get symptom improvement along the way, you're not going to stick with the program for eight months waiting to get better, right? That's just human nature. So to be able to say to somebody, look, anxiety and depression has a lot to do with the LPS that your body's spilling into your bloodstream every time you eat. Megaspore will stop that leaky gut and heal it up. You need that. That's long-term going to repair your microbiome and repair your anxiety. But in the meantime, take this dead bacteria because it's going to lower the intensity. It's going to, it's going to take the anxiety that you're having and it's going to reduce it. It's going to kind of shave off the edges a little bit. It's not going to make it go away, but it's definitely going to make you feel better. It's going to make you have less anxiety. It's going to make you be able to function better while we're reconditioning your microbiome and getting your, your getting to the root of, of your anxiety. Right. So, so it's a fascinating product and we've got, we've done so much science and research on it before we launched it. You know, we have this infrastructure now that allows us to some, just like you, I listen to what they say. I'm like, Hmm, all right, let me put it to the test. If it does what you say it does, then I will, I will sell it to my, I will give it to my, my uh, database of doctors. I will bring it into the microbiome labs brand and I will, I will make it one of our products. And so at this time, We've got like six projects going on. Some of them are like crazy, like curing C. diff type stuff. I mean, like really going for it, like really trying to make a huge impact on human health. And and it's great because we've got the team in place that can analyze these things. We can do the research in-house and and we, we can really test whether or not these products function and do the things we need them to do. We can have conversations with guys like you and say, where's your pain point? You know, what, what do you have? What are you struggling with? And then we can create products or combinations of products to help you with your pain points. And so like you said, it's, it's, it's funny because I think a lot of people come into this industry and they come in with the industry with the intent of this is my profession and I'm going to make money doing this. And, and, and then they construct everything from that perspective. I didn't need a new job. I had a job, right? I, I didn't need the money. I needed results. I needed to, to get rid of the frustration, right? And so, so that was the impetus for change for me. But now, because of the way we set it up, now we're turnkey. Now we are the innovators in the microbiome space. Yeah. You know, We are the ones that are leading the pack. Not everybody likes us. But everybody wants to hear what we have to say because we're research driven and nobody else is in the space. So so it's fascinating. It's been it's been a crazy ride and it'll be an interesting. The next five years are going to be crazy. Uh, the, the, the new innovations that we have coming out, it's it's going to be really fun and it's going to allow us to move from the integrative medical market to the consumer markets. Mm. to gastroenterologists, pediatricians. It's going to allow us to make moves into those different areas 
so that we wake up in the morning and we're helping 2 million people a day. You know, that's, that's the goal. That's the goal. How many people can we help in one day? And, uh, you know, my goal, you know, before I leave this plane, I hope I can get that up to five, six, seven million people a day. You know, I think that would be phenomenal. But it's been great to grow it the way we grew it. And then now it's just a beast. It's a machine. And, and, and we can plug and play with all these other things now because of how we constructed it. So it's been a fun ride. You know, I, I love it. And I, I, the approach that is so critical for, you know, anyone that's struggling with a, an issue, you can take a medicine to get an effect or a certain benefit. And that medicine could even be something uh, natural, a natural supplement, as you had mentioned, but if we don't get to the root. So some of these things that we use are to buy time as we get to the root. Exactly. A straight medical approach would be, oh, you have this symptom, take this, it reverses that symptom. You never deal with the cause. So um, uh, the, would that be like the functional medicine approach or? Yeah, I mean, functional medicine is, that's what it's all about. It's, it's about getting to the root of the problem, finding the, the source of the symptom, not reducing the symptom. The challenge is, is in today's world, some of the problems that are causing the symptom are chronic and they take a while to fix. And, and, and therein lies the, the issue. Like, I'm confident. Like, I know when a patient takes Megaspore, that we are reconditioning their microbiome. We are making lasting changes to their microbiome. It's been proven. We've done it in modeling studies. We've done it in human studies. It's been proven. So we know we're making that change. Now, when you look at the research and you look at, well, when the microbiome's out of balance, what are the associated symptoms or problems that are related to that? And it's, everywhere. It's diabetes. It's, it's every autoimmune disease that we can talk about. It's everything. And so everything has starts with a dysfunctional microbiome. And if you can make that change, then you're actually at the source and you're correcting the reason why they have Hashimoto's disease. You're actually impacting the, the reason, the chain, you're making the change uh, to, to why they are expressing Hashimoto's disease, right? So, so you're actually at the source, but that microbiome has been dysfunctional for 15 years. It's not changing in 15 days. And so how do you keep the patient engaged in the process before their symptoms improve? That's the key. Yeah. And, and there are things that can be done transiently to the microbiome to improve symptoms while you're getting to the source, while you're taking the time to make the changes uh, to the microbiome, which may take six or eight months, right? So, so th that's been the impetus of a lot of the products that are in the pipeline right now. Yeah. Is pain points for doctors, you know, H. pylori infection, ulcers, H. pylori infection. So in the course of time, as, as physicians, we've been taught H. pylori, bad. Wrong. H. pylori is not bad. It's bad when it's overgrown. Out of balance, when it's overgrown, right? yes, it's going to cause ulcers. But when it's in check and part of a healthy microbiome, it's actually a very important component for satiation, feeling full after you eat it, right? And when it's out of balance, 
you keep feeding the pie hole because your brain is not shutting off because it was a responsibility of that low-level H. pylori to manage your brain communication, the, the communication between your gut and your brain, right? Fascinating. Because when I was in chiropractic school, it was triple antibiotics, uh, you know, and, and, and charcoal and all this other stuff. Kill the H. pylori. And everything else. Right? And kill everything else along the way. So you learn, we're learning these things, right? And then, so we want it, we don't want to kill H. pylori. We want a different approach to H. pylori. We want to modulate H. pylori, right? So we're changing the narrative there, but we're changing it based on science. We're not changing it because we feel like we've got a competitive advantage. We're saying, what does the science say? And how can we create a product then that, you know, if, if H. pylori is in a very high concentration it's, and there's pathology because of it, well, we need to kill it down, but we can't kill it off and along with everything else in the area because we're going to create other problems with that. So, so that's an example and, and something that's in our pipeline where we've taken new research and we've developed new products based on that research, based on the facts, right? based on the science. I know it sounds weird, and I know you think we should all be doing that, but none of nobody's doing it in the nutrition space. Nobody's behaving like a pharmaceutical company in, in the physician space, right? Uh, you know, you can you can make claims with pharmaceuticals because they go through a process of proving that their product does something. We don't do that in the nutrition space. We do it with one ingredient. And at a university level, they'll put out a research study on that one ingredient. And then we mix all these things together and we use all the studies from the different ingredients and say, this is what this product does. That's not science. And, and that's what we, that's what, as chiropractors, that's what we're inundated with day in, day out. So it's the microbiome labs is the breath of fresh air because we're actually operating like we thought everybody was operating. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's a difference between research and science and people can research and hypothesize, but until it's proven by science, you know, or tested scientifically, I completely agree with you. I want to thank you again for joining us today. As a reminder at HaleyNutrition.com, now through October, the end of October, 2021, use the coupon code Colonic. C-O-L-O-N-I-C to get 10% off your entire order. So at this point now, let's see, you are in United States, probably Canada. Yes. We're in Canada right now, cross-border. There's some regulatory approval that we had to go through uh, to get Canadian approval to to be part of Health Canada. And um, we expect to have that early next year. COVID killed that. We were supposed to have a Canadian approval third quarter of 2020. There's certain things that COVID really crushed. Regulatory research type stuff, it's still not really getting into full swing yet. Um, so, so we're in Canada through a cross-border thing. We'll be there uh, by next year. A lot of our other products are available in Canada, uh, but Megaspores is not until next year except via cross-border. Okay. And I, I wish we actually did cover a lot more of the, you know, well, what is in the Megaspore Biotics? 
you, you know, we talked very basically mentioning a bacillus strain and you talked about how normally people would have gotten these on their apple from the tree or whatever the case was. Is the problem that now that, that we're scrubbing our food clean? And poor farming practices, right? Um, you know, you go to a, a farm and every year it's the same crop in the same spot every year. It just leaches all the nutrients, all the nutrition out of the soil. It makes for unhealthy soil and the bugs don't like unhealthy soil. So they leave. Yeah. And so, so it's a combination of the over antiseptic approach to our food combined with poor farming practices that we don't get this daily dose of spores in our diet anymore. Yeah. Yeah. The farming practices are horrible. They're dousing the fields with pesticides, herbicides, and fungicides and killing all those beneficial microorganisms that are even in the soil that should be releasing the nutrients in the soil for the vegetation to absorb. And, yeah. you know, now we got to fertilize the, the farmlands because the soil's dead and you know, we have gone so backwards in in our vegetation and our food supply. We have. It's terrible. It's terrible. When you look, when you look at a real biodynamic farmer, you know, they're rotating the crops. They're they're planting other plants alongside the crop that feed it other nutrition. You know, they're putting alfalfa next to the to the corn because the the minerals from the alfalfa are feeding the corn and 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 activating some of the microorganisms that are that are crucial to the to the health of the plant. And so uh, that that's just that's something that's inconvenient and 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 it's really not a, it's not it's difficult to do on a mass scale. And so that's that's where health takes the back seat is when companies try to go from, all right, we're doing this at a small scale, but now we need to ramp it up. How do we have a pig farm with 20,000 pigs on it, right? That's not going to be a healthy pig farm. You know, you got, you, you got somebody else, they got a, they're a biodynamic farmer. They, they've got four or five pigs that are eating all these healthy vegetables. So that's a much better pig than going to the slaughterhouse and, and, and living with, you know, 20,000 pigs. So we just don't have the capacity to do it on these grand levels. And, and, and that, that eventually is the death of health. Absolutely. Um, when it comes to our, to our food chain. Yeah. Well, I want to bring something else up and I got a big, big thank you. You had sent me some products when I was in a pretty significant time of need. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> so uh, just a couple months ago, I had, COVID-19, unvaccinated by choice. And, um, you know, I was waiting for it, expecting it as anyone else should. I do believe everyone's going to be exposed to it. Some people are, that aren't vaccinated are probably going to be symptomatic. Some people that are vaccinated might get symptomatic. I became more symptomatic than anticipated and was, you know, weak. And I, it was a stressful time in my life. So my immune system was beat down at the time. And, you know, I've always been one of those people when I, I kind of know what's good for me and what's not and what I should be eating. And when I obey that, good things happen. Um, you sent me two products and one of them being the Megavirin, which um, I would probably say it's fair to say this is not a COVID treatment, but something that will support your immune system. You know what? That is a, that's a product that 
upregulates your body's ability to defend itself against infection, viruses included. Uh, but that, that would be a fair statement of, of that product and, and why we formulated it. Well, it was one of those things. It was literally when that and you sent another one, which I thought this was really neat. It being a, a spray, by the way, there's nothing in here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought this was neat because it being a spray with a probiotic in it and some additional uh, immune and antioxidant support. But it really was one of those things that I knew I would benefit from it at the time. And it was an emotional experience. It was one. It was probably the first time I ever, you know, received uh, something in the mail where, wow, you know, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, uh, of, of course, you know, I got better quickly and, and, and recovered. And I'm glad to have the immunity now to this horrible virus that's been going around. Exactly. You've developed an immunity to the virus as intended. That's how we build immunity. We get exposed, we fight through the infection, it's inconvenient, it's uncomfortable, and then you, you develop immunity. But let's talk about the people that struggle a lot worse than you, right? Let's talk about the people that end up in the hospital, talk about the people that die, right? So the, when they talk about it, there's, there's lots of information going around, right? And, um, and, and so, but, but some of the more, most interesting information is when they talk about the COVID storm, I'm sorry, the, uh, the cytokine storm. Um, and so, so what, what we have in our, in our body, we have, our body has the ability to produce cytokines. Cytokines are these small inflammatory byproducts, right? And every cell in our body has the ability to, to, to function and, and, and produce or respond to these cytokines. And so what happens with COVID is you get the infection and then through the process of fighting the infection, your body starts to produce these cytokines in response to the infection, okay? So it's a normal process. Cytokines are for infections and they're for injury and things like that. So it's, it's a way to stimulate your body to fight the infection or heal, right? So it's a good thing. But what happens is that there's a group of people that before they catch the COVID, they already have elevated cytokines. Their cytokines are already at a high level. And those are people that have leaky gut. So the, the number one way people have elevated, chronically elevated cytokines is because when they eat, some of the waste that's going through their intestinal tract spills into their bloodstream and their immune system responds as if it's septicemia, as if you have bacteria in your blood. That response is a cytokine response. So what we're seeing is somebody who, oh, Mr. Smith, he was 45 years old. He was healthy as, as anybody. He's on a ventilator and then he died. Well, I'm sorry to say, first of all, I'm very empathetic to anyone who has lost somebody due to the COVID infection. I am in no way making light of your loss or saying anything derogatory about how they were treated or what. But until I see more science, I will stand firmly with there's no such thing as someone who dies from COVID that was healthy. They had a leaky gut. They had elevated cytokines. They got the infection. The cytokine ran out of 
control, and then they went into liver, they went into organ failure. The cytokines are start attacking the weakest organs, the organs that have the highest concentrations of cytokines in them. And so the reality of the situation is, look, sometimes there's science, and then sometimes there's news. And news just kind of takes a little bit of the science and tries to fluff it up and tries to get humans to do what, what, what they need them to do, right? So to me, the incidence of obesity in the United States is, and the incidence of, of diabetes and pre-diabetes is one of the driving factors in the mortality rates that we're seeing, mm-hmm. deaths that we're seeing. Were, I, I know they were a loved one, but they weren't healthy. Don't tell me they were healthy. They're, don't tell me that they weren't having this chronic inflammatory situation before they got the COVID. Because that's, that's what the science is showing us, right? And so, oh, this guy, he, 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 didn't, he didn't make it. Well, he wasn't healthy. That's my point. And, and maybe he didn't have symptoms. Maybe he was able to function. A, leak, a, leaky, a chronic leaky gut is not something that in some people expresses symptoms except inflammation and they manage the inflammation. You know, they're able to keep the, the inflammation under control until they get the viral infection. And so, so for you, you know, I mean, I, I was confident, you know, I knew you were on the spores. So I knew that the likelihood that your leaky gut was out of control was minimal. But I also knew that you need your immune system needed a little bit of a kick to help it defend. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we, we had to cancel. That was a, that's how I knew about it was because we canceled this call because you had COVID. And, I, and so in the time where I would have been doing this call, I walked up to my front desk. And I was like, hey, send Michael th- these products, get it out today and, and, and let's get him on it. And so, yeah, that was great. so those products are the result of the need, right? Like when COVID hit as a company, we were like, we got to respond. We, we got to do something. I mean, there were, there were things we did, like we sent a bunch of uh, the N95 masks to New York city because those frontliners were, you know, the, our rep in New York said, Hey, these guys don't have enough N95 masks. So we found so- somebody in Hong Kong, we bought 10,000 masks and we sent them to New York city. So we, we did things that we felt were, important you know things things that were trying to be empathetic and helpful to people uh on the front lines you know trying to figure out and at this point we didn't know what we were even fighting right so trying to do that but at the same time we're like hey we're a supplement company we 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 study the science and we do this we need to come up with a solution for people you know so they can manage their immune system they can manage the inflammation so that they don't end up on a ventilator or, or don't end up dying and so this was our response uh, to that. And, um, you know, we've gotten good feedback from it. Yes. Yeah. For me, I, it was one of those things that I, you know, my, it was no problem following the directions and saying, you know, okay, take this many, this, this many times a day. And um, it wasn't a problem. It was one of those things where I'm thinking of it. I got to go. I got to go take that. My body knows that I'm supposed to be using the supplement right now and, um, and, you know, looking through it too, and what's in it that just adds to it. And it's like, oh, those, those things help, you know, decrease inflammation and yeah. Uh, or suppress even like allergic responses a little bit. And it was a very appropriate, desirable, what I needed 
beautiful, wonderful. And people should be, you know, I, my only regret was not having it known about it sooner and having it in my house already. And I could have been using it before, but. Yeah. You know, and there are some interesting statistics, you know, the, the, the vitamin D3 deficiencies, zinc deficiencies, these are things that we're seeing left and right in these patients. And so the, the, the thing is, and I've had some conversations with, with patients and it's like, they're like, what, what's the best thing I can do? It's like, well, the best thing you can do is prevent it. The best thing you can do is make sure your gut is healthy. Make sure that the level of inflammation in your body is, is at a reduced level so that if you do get exposed to it, your reaction won't be as intense. Right. I don't want to have to fight it, right? If I have to, I will, but I'd much rather be in a position to prevent. And the prevention is preventing inflammation. But what we what COVID has smacked us in the face with is that as a society, we are unhealthy, we are fat, and we are inflamed. And COVID is just sinking its teeth into that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's, it's having a greater impact because that's who we are. And you can not like it, you can complain about it, but it's who we are. It's who we are as a country. It's who we are as, as, a, as, a, as a human race. We are not healthy. And COVID has slapped us right in the face with that. Yeah. Yeah, we've gotten way off track in the past, you know, uh, 100 or so years with the Industrial Revolution and the change in farming practices. And, you know, uh, I, I like to look at food and say, you know, did this food item exist 100 years ago? Exactly. You know, and when you start reading labels and seeing all kinds of, you know, chemical names on it, it's like, eh, you know, this is this is man-made. Yeah. Same with, same with probiotics, right? It's like, Oh, the best probiotics are in the refrigerated section. Really? Because caveman didn't have Whole Foods down the street with a refrigerator. <laughs> so how did that? How did that happen? How did we survive to this point without refrigeration? And then we can only be healthy now that we have refrigeration. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like we really, when you really start looking at the stories in the, on the probiotic industry, you just start punching holes in everything that people tell you because it's marketing nonsense. The guy that made up the story that the best probiotics are in the refrigerator, he's probably on an island somewhere. He's probably not working real hard these days, but it's not science. And, and that's where Microbiome Labs came in. And it's where the, the space that we fill. You know, we are the microbiome marketplace for physicians. Next month, we're launching a brand called Better Biome. It's, a, it's, a, it's not a company. It's, it's not a product. It is, we are aiming to be the information marketplace for the consumer for all things biome. We want you to understand your mouth microbiome and the importance of healthy bacteria in your mouth. As a woman, we want you to understand your vaginal microbiome and, and, and what happens as you age and, 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 and different things in your life that impact the vaginal microbiome and how that impacts your health. We want to have testing and we want to have conversations about it. And so we built, a, it's, it's not... Karan and I that are going to be the face of Better Biome, we built a team of specialists, pediatricians, gastroenterologists, neurologists, dermatologists, people that are at the forefront of their specialty, but they're focused on the microbiomes. You know, the dermatologist is a specialist in the skin microbiome and understanding 
the imbalances in the skin microbiome associated with eczema, psoriasis, and different things like that. We might be more than 80% microbiome in our eyes, ears. We are a holobiome. We are a combination of multiple different microbiomes that make a holobiome. We are more bacteria than we are human. They're in charge, whether you want to admit it or not. They're the ones that are saying, go ahead and have that donut. It looks good. Let's have the donut. (laughs) It's not the good bacteria telling you to have the donut. It's the bad bacteria (laughs) telling you to have the donut. And that that craving that you're having is the result of the imbalances in your biomes. And so, so it's, it's fascinating. So we're building this information marketplace, this place where people can go and learn the science of their biomes. And where's that going to be? Are we going to find that online at a website? Yeah. So, so we're going to launch this in, in, in the coming months. It's, it's consumer driven, like up to this point, everything we've done has been so uh, Better okay. Biome brand is going to be an information marketplace on all things biome. And we've got podcasts, we've got articles, we've got, it's just, when it goes live, there's going to be a thud because there's going to be so much information that's going to go live all at once. Uh, all these different uh, key opinion leaders have been working for almost two years now getting this information together and, and assembling it. So we've got a war chest of data that we want to share because we want the consumer to be educated. I, I want smart consumers. I don't want the consumer to be dumb and not understand things. I don't want the consumer to be confused. And, and when yeah. you look at how life operates, we tend to keep the consumer in a state of confusion. We tend to say multiple different things. We kind of keep them on their heels, kind of a little bit confused. That way we can come up with a new shiny thing and say, you need this. Your problem is this now and you need this. And and that's how the marketplace operates. I want smart consumers. I want people that crave the information that say, why do I get bloated every time I eat X? Why is that? And, and what does it mean? How can I treat it? And, and what's the research behind it? So that's our goal. Our goal is to take what we've become in the physician space and to become that for the consumer, to become that information marketplace. The consumer can feel confident that they're educating themselves, they're getting smarter, and they're getting an understanding of, of how these different biomes interact with each other and impact our, the, the level of health that we're experiencing. What is your... Favorite testimonial, either chiropractic or microbiome or or something that, you know, one of those really big rewards for what we do. You know, some of the more impactful rewards I have experienced in my life have, have happened when I've made an emotional connection with a patient. When I've been able to identify that the anger that they're holding on to is part of the dysfunction. And if they could solve the reason why they're angry, that a lot of their health issues would clear up. Uh, mm. I, I have to say as, as, as a chiropractor, it's funny because you think, Oh, I did this one adjustment and the paralyzed guy jumped up and ran away. I've never had that, but I've had women who've been abused 
you know, break down as as we're as as we're, as we're recognizing that part of your symptoms are are the emotions that are trapped in your body. And if we could just let go of that trauma, if we could just let you release that trauma, well, then the healing's just going to go really fast. And so, so to be honest, I know I'm, I'm you know, I'm a problematic guy now, but if we're really talking about things that were the most wow and the most impactful, yeah. it's really helping someone in a moment, just going where they need to go and, and, and letting them connect to the pain with the intention of letting it go. Right. Because they disconnected from the pain because it was too much, but when they disconnected from it, they're, they're holding on to it. Right. And, and that, that was powerful, powerful stuff. And so I'm forever grateful for uh, Scott Walker and MET and, and everything I've learned from him and Darren Weissman with the lifeline technique, those types of emotional types of treatments really made me a better physician because it allowed me to address that emotional component of the triangle. You know, I, I'm really good at biochemistry. I know my biochemistry. I can talk diet and I can talk uh, nutritional chemistry with the best of the best. I'm a good chiropractor. I'm hands-on. I've got good hands. I've always had good hand-eye coordination. I'm an athlete. So adjusting people was another sport for me. I'm good at it. But addressing the emotional side of the triangle was something that, that was, I never learned how to do it. I, I, I was empathetic. I wanted to try to address it, but I didn't have the tools for it. When those tools came into my life and I started activating those with everything else I was doing, I became a whole doctor. And, right. uh, and, and that really, you know, that's the, I, cause I don't see patients as much these days, uh, hardly at all these days. But when I look back at my time treating patients, it's those moments that stick out in my head as, as being the most impactful is really the opportunity to help people emotionally. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Dr. Tom, I want to thank you very much. We got a little choppy when we were talking about whether or not we could um, find your inf new informational platform on the website. If they go to microbiome labs, is that probably the best place to be connected or your, will that take them to your maybe YouTube and other places? Exactly. Microbiomelabs.com is, is, is our, our, our place. Now what's happening, we're getting bigger, right? And so we used to put all our research on one website and it was our site. We, we've got product and we've got information. You can't do that, right? We need to have our research information needs to be two clicks away from our products. So we recognize that now we're following the rules. And so, so we're launching a website in January called Biome Hackers. And the Biomhackers website is going to be all of our research in one place. There's not going to be any product conversation, nothing. Just here's the science, everybody. Because a lot of people like you, you know, will say, hey, what about autoimmune disease? And they went, well, go to Biomhackers. Here's the link. And here you can read all about all the, the, that stuff. So that's going to be an information marketplace for the physicians. Better Biome is meant to be that same information marketplace, but geared towards a consumer. And that will probably be, we'll, we'll be launching that towards the end of this year. And that'll be betterbiome.com. Betterbiome.com, not without an S. Betterbiome.com, okay. microbiomelabs.com, biomehackers.com. And then also you can look at the Biome FX, the, the, the stool test that we do. That's a very unique offering. We don't have a chance to talk about that, but 
Oh, that's so important too. Yeah. I'm, you know, we'll, we'll leave that uh, in the description. That is one of the things that I, I definitely want to know more about. Oh, boy, I've kept you for over an hour already. What was that address? Biome FX. So instead of effects, it's FX, the letter F and the letter. Oh, with a, a functional medicine analysis and oh, yeah. man, you are such a resource. Thank you. You know what? I appreciate you. You know what? I, I, I and I love your aloe product. Uh, it's it's oh, the only aloe you. product we sell. Um, and and but I, I love these platforms. I love the opportunity to be able to talk and just have an organic conversation and do these things. So happy to do it again. If you want to do a show just on Biome Effects, I'm happy to come back on. But uh, oh, but appreciate you. all you do. Don't go changing, and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Great. Thank you so much. All right, brother. Take care. Thank you for joining us today on this show. And I want to remind you as a thank you, you can visit HaleyNutrition.com and use the coupon code Kalonic to get 10% off your purchases through October 31st, 2021. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on the Dr. Haley Show. Make sure to hit subscribe on whichever platform you are listening to this. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot, and share this exact episode with them. You can catch the show notes for this episode on www.drhaley.com. If you want to geek out with Dr. Michael Haley on other radical health topics, be sure to check out his YouTube channel where he posts exclusive video content. All the details are at www.drhaley.com, and we can't wait to hang out with you on the next episode.